Yeah. It's unclear to me at this time how the TV show Meet the Browns by Tyler Perry is related to the movie Meet the Browns by Tyler Perry. Welcome to Dunstan Checks Min, the only podcast breaking down the 1996 film Dunstan Checks In minute by minute and pairing each minute with another feature film. I'm Lord Andrew. I'm Emily Monkey Town. We got some uh, chatter. We got some chatter. Is that? I bet that's picking up on the mics. I can't. Yeah, there's chatter, and my brain is still heavy with ideas from the pre-show. I think I'm now reaching a point where I can weaponize the pre-show at you. At me? <laughs> unintentionally. I thought you were going to say the audience, and I was into that, but then it turned on me. Well, I think it's unintentionally you. Okay. I've tried to do it on the audience, but it's always working <laughs> on you as well. Yeah. You get in the crossfire, and I, I'm trying to help, but yeah. I can't. Yeah. I try to prep you as much as possible. Um, Minute okay. 53. Yeah, the old oh, five it's, three. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sequel to Fifty Two. Yep, that's correct. Well, that's correct. There's a movie called Fifty Something. No, no, Fifty Four or Fifty Two. What? No, Forty Two is the movie I'm thinking of. That's the baseball. Fifty Four is the Studio Fifty Four movie. Probably. Yeah. So we're close. Yeah. We're swimming around. Yeah, 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 numbers. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, what'd you pair? Huh? You're talking to me now? Yeah. You're asking me what I paired with this movie? Mm-hmm. Well, it's got to be Chud, too, bud the Chud. That's interesting. It certainly is, isn't it? Yeah. It certainly is. Uh, I would like to say that I do understand why you paired that movie with this minute. Okay. I want to make that clear. Okay. I d- no, it's not like frankly seems like a wild called shot, but okay. If you think you believe it. Well, because I have based on the information that I have available to me, yeah, which is that I know why I picked it, mm-hmm. and I know your history with the Chud franchise, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine why you would think I would pick this movie. And I, we'll, we'll get into that when we talk about the movie. Well, because we talked about all the alternates last episode. Sure. All right. Let's let's keep going. We, we could say they were circling the drain, huh? huh? <laughs> wink, wink, on, on. I guess. Tangs fall in love. Tangs fall in love. Yeah. Now this is about uh, one half of the band uh, Ting Tangs. Ting Tangs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. What was their hit song? Uh, that's not my name. That was their hit song. Yeah. I thought they had. Didn't they have one that was in like an Apple commercial? I think that one wasn't an Apple commercial. That was in that Apple commercial. I think it was. I thought they had a separate song. Uh, maybe I, I could huh. be. I could be forgetting something. I'm not. I, I, all I have is that I. That's the only song of theirs that I know. All right. So after I like that song. I don't know why I didn't listen to the band more. Yeah, I, I like that song as well. Yeah. The um, after Buck Lafarge says this line, the end of this line, we cut to Du Brown Grant, and they're grimacing. They're <laughs> they're actively not into whatever. They're not into the idea of two orangutans fucking. Yeah. So Mr. Grant, he says, I think she meant how'd they get in the hotel. Yeah. To it she goes, oh, my guess, the sewers. Yeah. Uh, and Mr. Grant says, I beg your pardon? I suppose we can talk about Chud 2 by the Chud yeah, here. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> but here's the thing. Mm. The Chud doesn't come from the sewers in Chud 2 by the Chud. Well, yeah, in Chud 2, they make it very explicit at the start that they have killed all other Chuds. This is the final Chud. Yeah. 
But that's my point. Like, I picked this movie because Chud 1, I would say, is very strongly related to this minute. Yeah. But I'd already seen Chud 1, and I was looking for an excuse to watch Chud 2. This is this is like your classic uh, Return of Kong. What was it called? Yeah, Return of Kong. King Kong Lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. King Kong Lives or yeah. Jaws 2, even. Yeah. Um, and yet, in this movie, uh, there's there's really nothing in this movie related to this minute, frankly. I assumed there would be based on the premise of Chud 1, but that aspect of, of Chud lore yeah. was sort of lost in this film. Well, I mean, this Chud did come from the sewers, but now he's making new Chuds. Was did, that a part of the first Chud, that making new Chuds? Uh, yeah. Okay. But I don't believe, here's the thing, I don't believe this Chud came from the sewers. I believe this Chud came from the Chud that came from the sewers. Okay. Yeah, he is a seems like a military man, huh? He has like dog tags? Yeah. Bud? Yeah, Bud the Chud. This is also a situation where, um, not unlike uh, the relationship between Godzilla and Godzilla Raids again, mm. the first Chud kind of came out of this. Uh, it was a lot of like, and I'll, if you if you want to know more about what I'm about to say, you can check out the Last Drive in exclusively on Shutter. Oh, okay. uh, Joe Bob talks a lot about this in in his uh, when he hosted Chud for the Last Drive in. Mm. Um, Chud was a part of like very uh, fancy, pretentious like art school kids, oh. like art like art school filmmakers trying to make a horror movie. Okay, so it's like it's actors that were like in a lot of like uh, you, you know like indie like indie stars at the time. Yeah, um, making what was kind of purported itself to be a, a cut above, a bit of a fancier horror movie, and that was Chud. Mm. Um, that was sort of like. You know, it was it was like uh, you know the gourmet version of 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 a B movie. Like the B movie influence was definitely there. Yeah, the name Chud is yeah, very yeah. B movie. But it, it was them trying to do like, okay, let's do our our fancy artsy version of a B movie. Uh-huh. Um, Chud two is just a B movie. Like Chud two is yeah. just like no, there's just like is what Chud one was essentially like. Ch- not parodying, but you know what I mean. Chud Chud two but is Chud. is a. Uh... It is it's it is the comedy sequel to a horror movie. Yes, like it's very heavy into the comedy for sure. The for horror sure, aspect for sure. is, I would say, extremely light. Yeah, uh, and it's more. There's some gross. There's definitely some gross. But it's, I mean, that's a Chud hallmark. Yeah, <laughs> Chud stands for cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. Dweller. Yes. I keep forgetting the D. Yeah. So every time I try and say it, I get stuck. Yeah. And then I, it's, so I usually end up saying. Cannibalistic humanoid underground deity. <laughs> deity is good. Um, but yeah, I do like, you know, I don't know if this is, again, I haven't seen the first Chud, but I like that right away uh, there's the the general, they have that whole council where it like, okay, here's everything you need to know about Chuds. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. just like really summarize. They let you know. They catch yeah. you up. Yeah. And I don't even care if any of that is from the first movie. Like this is, this they could just be making that it, shit up just for the second less, movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, of course, the Chuds were an army program. It's yeah. like, Okay, I don't. I didn't know. That but okay. was part of the first. The first movie. Uh, something I kind of like about the first movie is that it's like it's very much like uh, the heroes of the movie are, is like Daniel Stern who works at like a, a homeless shelter, hmm. and uh, it's about the government basically using the Chud uh, program theoretically to experiment, but low key to like clean up the streets. You know what hmm. I mean? That's interesting. Yeah, because this one is very much this general thinks he can use the Chud program to make an unkillable army. Yes, <laughs> which, which is, I mean, kind of succeeds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I would say he pretty much does succeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reveal at the end of the general is like, yeah, 
I was not expecting that, and I haven't looked. Is there a Chud three? No. I would, uh, you no know, Chud three. I would watch a Chud three. <laughs> I'm surprised. Um, yeah, there. I'm surprised to hear you enjoy this film so much. I what I can get into. Uh-huh. What what if if we're on a used car lot, and I'm trying to describe my perfect okay, used sure. car movie sure, when sure, we're singing. Sure. What I can get into uh-huh. is a trashy '80s mm-hmm. horror. Yeah. You know, that has, they, sure. they might have the sprinkling of comedy. Sure. This one's very much a lot more comedy than I'm used to, mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like, I actually like this a lot. Yeah. Because it's not really pretending to be a horror movie. It's yeah, like yeah. just a stupid comedy. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'll tell you, this, this the, the thing that bothered me about Chud to you by the Chud mm. um, is that it was lazy even by my standards. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and that like. I like look. I like sneezed or looked away for one second, mm. and suddenly the like two teen characters in the movie were stealing a corpse, and I oh, don't yeah. understand why they were doing that. Yeah, you must have looked away for longer than that because what happens is they um, their professor is very excited to show a cadaver. Yeah. The next day in class. Yes. They get in trouble for starting a fire. Well, because they tried to Frankenstein a frog. Yeah. So then they have to stay after class and like sort out the lab. Yeah. And one of them. See, bumps, that was, I, all of this I was here for. One of them bumps into the cadaver uh-huh. and it goes rolling out the back of the school and all the way down the street and they chase after it. See that? I get. I saw that. I yeah. understood that. Why did they then take it home with them? No, they went and had to steal a different cadaver. Somehow okay. that that's that one that went rolling down the street went missing. Just, just went missing. They okay, had no idea where that one went. That's what I missed. Was so that they, they were trying to steal a replacement cadaver. So they're like, "Hey, you know what's a good place to go? The um, the what did they call it's? It's like the Who. It's like or the Who. What do they call that? The World Health Organization. Yeah, it's, it's like that, but but made up. Well, I'll tell you, that's the other thing. If you mm. if you have the occasion to read the Wikipedia page for Chud Two by the Chud, yeah, we, the the whoever wrote this Wikipedia page could not withhold themselves from commenting on the film. Oh, okay. Where uh, in on Wikipedia, if you go there now, it'll say uh, Chud the the Chud for reasons that are unclear even to people who have seen the film was transferred from the army base to a like regular morgue where it could be stolen. Well, and then that's the other weird thing is that. It had extra security. Somehow these kids got past this kids. One of one of them is super is military security. So much uh, like uh, Kurt Cameron, but not Kurt Cameron. Yes, <laughs> an extreme mm-hmm. Kurt Cameron facsimile. They 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 uh, they hit you know copy paste and they put glasses on him and that was yeah that was Kurt Cameron. Uh, but so they they the, the scene is really bizarre mm-hmm. where they do still because I I will agree with you here they. They say they're going to steal it. Yeah. They're in disguise. Yeah. We start with them inside of the room already. And then they turn around and there's... Bu- it's like they're already in the room yeah, with the yeah. body <laughs> yeah. when they start the heist. Yeah. We don't see how they get past any of the security. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's so... It's just and they're I would, suddenly I would in the room. That the whole movie would continue on in this fashion. Uh, I don't know. There's also a moment where uh, Kirk Cameron's mom... Uh, meets the chud for the first time uh-huh. and she's like wants to fuck him real bad because he has big hands is that supposed to be Kirk Cameron's mom was it the other kid's mom I didn't know if it was anyone's mom it was someone's mom I thought he just wandered around somewhere it was for was sure was this the exercise lady moms. yeah I didn't think it was one of their moms well, see again maybe this is <laughs> yeah I don't know I um, you could be right she wants to fuck Who, the chud because he's got big hands which means he has a big dick yeah and then he smiles and she sees the Sharp teeth, yeah, 
and she goes from fully wanting to fuck him to screaming in terror and i just i that that seems like an unimaginable response to me <laughs> i really i mean it's i think it's supposed to be it's stupid she like fully it's just believe this was a normal person and, and then the one detail which is just oh his teeth are a little bit sharp they, they mentioned that a lot about the chuds because there's yeah. a part where uh, uh another uh, uh more guy who is like actively like eating and smoking while chopping open this body for an autopsy or whatever. Yeah. That's like a classic goof in movies. I'm going to say from the most recent instance I can think of is in arachnophobia, Mm -hmm. uh, where you see, you see the mortician who works at the morgue eating like, and smoking and like he, he, even, even in his, like his little tape recorder or whatever to document it. He's, he's saying stuff that has nothing to do with like the actual body. He's saying like, Oh, I got to pick up some milk or something. Like he's like, uh, and he he remarks on the teeth, and he's like he's like oh oh he must have done this to himself. Sure. Like I don't know. I think they just wanted to make sure you knew the teeth were a chud thing. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> this is this is a kind of a good time. I'm I'm surprised to hear you say that. <laughs> I didn't hate it necessarily. I just thought it was you know it was it was weaker '80s horror fare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's a thing that I can get into though. Like I'm sure. saying, yeah. Like I, if it's if it's you know stupid or if it's like it doesn't try and like make it make too much sense, mm-hmm. just just do it. I would have liked this movie. To... Just did it. Yeah, fair, fair enough. <laughs> I like. I kind of now based on your description of the first Chud, I want to watch the first Chud. I think you would like the first Chud because in my mind, I had always I, I like the first. Chud. I had heard of Chud, uh-huh. and but I always put it in my mind with like. Uh, Critters or like the knockoff Gremlins movies. Yeah, Ghoulies. Ghoulies. Yeah. Where I was just like, that's too. That's just stupid. Yeah. Like that's beyond me. Even <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought Chud and Chode were the same thing. Oh, <laughs> no, that's something you don't hear every day. <laughs> so did did that ever get you in trouble? No. Okay. Well, because I thought Chud was Chode, I didn't think Chud was Chud. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you you thought this was I just a, I you thought, thought this movie I thought had a I dirty name. Say either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, I can't believe they got away with calling this movie Judd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's kind of funny. That's good. Uh, but yeah, the 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 guy who plays Bud. Bud the Chud. Bud the Chud. <laughs> um, which I do think it's funny that they, because um, he does speak, but not sentences. Yeah. He's a lot like uh, Bub. The zombie well, from Day of the Dead. See, that's what people say, but I, I don't know. I'm, if anything, yeah, it's meant to be as like a, a joke version of Bub. Yeah. Uh, which I'm like, I'm into that. I like that you just now in your life saw Chud to Bud the Chud, and you're already like bracing up to defend your defend the movie against the famous haters of Chud to Bud the Chud. Yeah. Making this Day of the Dead comparison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they they have that point that scene that you're talking about that I I I don't know if that does that woman read the name Bud off of his name tag I believe she does off his dog tag yeah um, because I otherwise this woman just calls him Bud and that just sticks yeah and that's funny to me <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny I believe it is on his dog tag because I also like the idea of a character that can't speak and so will never know their name and so you have to put the name in the title yeah Dunstan checks in. <laughs> But the ch- like, it's a dumb, funny thing. Sure, where it's like we have to make sure the audience knows this character's name somehow. Oh, we'll just put it in the title. Yeah, I don't know. That's fair enough. That's funny to me. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, but oh, the guy who played Bud, yeah, was in Phantom of the Paradise. All right, 
Was he the Phantom? No. You yeah. don't like Phantom of the Paradise? I do like Phantom of okay. the Paradise. He plays, um, I, when I looked it up, I think his name is like Meat or something. I think he's the Meatloaf equivalent from, uh, okay. from uh, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. Yeah. Um, the guy who plays uh, Kirk Cameron, not Kirk Cameron's dad, yeah. is the voice of Stu Pickles. Well, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> that's something. Yeah. I thought he seemed familiar. Yeah. Yeah. This Yeah, this movie is like... I don't know. It's kind of like a. It's a parody that worked with me. I was All like, right. I was into like how every character acted in the stupidest way possible, and to think, just because it was and funny. To think you wanted to veto this at one point. I was afraid it was too gross. Yeah, that's the, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah, too gross. That's it's what I think. The, I would say this was not an especially gross movie. Yeah, I think I, I think of like the Gremlins knockoffs as being gross. Well, because you see the, to- the the they're coming out of the toilet. Yeah, they're coming out of the toilet. Gonna bite your butt. Whew. Yeah, <laughs> that's too much. And I'll then, tell you what did gross me out huh. is that fully carpeted bathroom we see at one point in the movie. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff happening in the bathroom, too. Yeah, true. <laughs> when they bring... The, that's how they bring him back to life accidentally. Yeah, as they accidentally drop a... The, the mom they has... They do successfully Frankenstein someone. Yeah, the mom has a bath ready to go. Yeah. But is, like, just watching TV. And they put... So the they, body they, for some the reason, toilet, yeah, not Kirk Cameron drops him in there. To keep it fresh? Yeah, I didn't understand <laughs> that one. So then they're like, oh, after we take him out of here, we have to drain and refill the tub for my mom. So she's not in dead guy juice. <laughs> but then they end up, he they're using a hairdryer. Well, he's, I think he just picks it up to like be a prop for him to speak with. Yeah, and then you he know, like, like about politicians will hold a pen sometimes. Yeah, but he somehow turns it on and throws it in the bath. Yeah. And that Frankenstein's him. Yeah. It's just that sequence makes the no weird sense. Rube Goldberg device where there's one million steps and not one of them are explained. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. I was into it. All right, fair enough. You heard it here, folks. But I, <laughs> Chud to you, but the Chud certified fresh by Andrew. Um, I I do I do get that this this might be our, our least connected movie to minute though. Because yeah, for like sure. you said. There's no sewer. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, in my defense, there's a sewer in Chud 1. Uh-huh. And I, I assumed wrongly that there would be you a sewer in Chud 2. too close to the two. sun. Yeah. Reaching for that sequel. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I really did. All right. Should we talk about Dunstan again? Yeah. Well, Dunstan's not here right now. That's <laughs> true. You're not, you're not wrong. Hypothetical. Uh-huh. This is what Buck Lafarge says. And as he says this, he gets off his chair. Did you notice this? Yeah. He shoves the chair with his foot into the middle of the room. Yeah. Which I thought was a very interesting move. Well, and it's, this chair is not normal. No. This is like a no. granny chair, huh? Well, this, the way, the, the first thing that this chair reminded me of, uh-huh. and it's not, it's not nearly as beat up as this. Yeah. But in terms of like aesthetic design, it reminded me of uh, our old friend Marty Crane's chair mm-hmm. a little bit. But I think this chair is somehow it's like, it's on. It's not a recliner though. It's somehow on wheels or something. Uh, well. <laughs> it moves more easily than. It moves it almost should. as if it's like a fucking inflatable chair. Like it moves <laughs> yeah. so easy. It seems yeah. to have zero weight to it. Well, and then he gets down on his knees he in also, front of the desk. Yeah, yeah. He also seemed to be sitting on the very, very edge of the chair. Yeah. Earlier. So he gets down on his knees in front of the desk as if to, you know, display what he's talking about with the with items that he's messing around with yeah. from the desk. Can I tell you who is doing good work in this moment? Who? Miles Goodman. Is that the sound? It's the person who wrote the score to this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, there's a moment that I do want to highlight on the score. Yeah. So he says, hypothetical, it's Easter. He picks up two pens and he makes a cross. Yeah. To indicate it's Easter. It's Easter, yes. He sets those down. He says, you think it might be cute to put an orangutan in your kid's basket? Now, he opens, n- shut up for a yeah. second. 
Because what I think is important here, uh-huh. this time he does say orangutan. He does say it correctly this time. Okay. Despite previously saying it wrong twice. You know, maybe it's just however Paul Rubens felt in the moment. Perhaps. Uh, he he opens up some kind of like a card holder, yeah. a box to indicate the basket. Each uh-huh. item that he's picking up is like part of his story. Yeah. Uh, he's, but then he says, then it gets bigger and the kids lose interest. So he's talking about a baby, yeah, baby yeah. orang. Yeah. And to indicate bigger, he like takes a, he like moves a lamp up. Yeah. One of those uh, foldy down arm lamps. Like Almost a Pixar like a lamp. Pixar lamp. Yeah. yeah. Um, except it doesn't murder a beach ball. It just. Yeah. <laughs> to Buck Lafarge just bends it. Yeah. Uh, and when when he does bend the lamp, there is a really uh, I thought it was a good moment where um, Dubrow like Du-du-du-du-brow. looks afraid, yeah, because yeah. she's imagining this monkey growing. Yes. Uh, so then he says, "Then one night you flush it down the toilet," and this is where the the sound the the score they have almost like slasher sounds. Like a, uh, I would argue that oh the slasher sounds. I see. Yeah. I wasn't even talking about the slasher sounds. Oh, okay. I was talking about throughout this whole monologue. Mm-hmm. There's like. It's almost like '80s synth horror music, where yes. it's like it sounds like a Casio, where it's just a very simple like dee 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 dee, mm-hmm. um, that I, I thought worked really well to uh, you know underscore the sort of uh, creepiness that he is yeah. sort of trying to impart from this story. Yeah, but and and that I think that builds to that kind it, of it does build to the like the slasher vibe. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, to indicate the flushing, it he takes. It's just a metal coil. I think it's for holding cards as well or I, papers. I, see, I thought it was like a desk toy. You know what I mean? I think it's meant to hold. Like the... No, I don't think it's a Newton's Cradle. It's not that, but it, I think it's in a similar... I think it's in the same section at I Staples. I think it just holds paper. I don't think it does. I think it's like uh, decoration. Well, go get a good look at it. We're scrubbing through the minute to find it. Yeah. It's. I would describe it as like a just a black metal coil on on a. Uh, it has four legs. Yeah. You know. I think it's. He decorative. stands it upright so that it it looks like kind of a waste bin, but he, yeah. he motions with his finger that it's like a toilet. I don't think it holds anything. I think it's just a bit of a, a little object d'art. Well, at this moment, it's not holding anything. Maybe it's meant to function as an art object when it's not holding anything. Maybe. I don't know. I've I've seen this kind of thing on desks. You know. Mr. Mr. Business over here. <laughs> Mr. Business trying to flex, talking about things he's seen on desks. You know I like a business area. Yeah. You know I like. You start showing me, you know, papers and folders, and I'm, I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> but I always want to walk through the, you know, the office aisle at Target or whatever. Sure, sure. Uh, I don't even need pencils. I got so many pencils and pens. Oh my god. I just want to keep looking. Uh. So yeah. So then Mr. Grant says, I think that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think that's an honest response. Yeah, sorry. Someone was just tweeting about Chud. Okay. It just seemed odd timing. No. Okay. Uh, so, I think that's ridiculous, is what Mr. Grant says. Yes. Uh, which, yeah, I flushing an orangutan. Yeah. You can't do that. I don't, unless they're it's dead. It's not feasible. Unless they're dead, you know? Even if they're dead. What toilet big enough for that? Well, I, I think if they're dead, then oh, you, you chop them, them apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you, like you think their babies are pretty small, huh? Even as a baby, I don't think you could flush an orangutan. Yeah, I, it's it's wild. Like a that, newborn orangutan, I think is still bigger than Nucky, say my dog, yeah, my Chihuahua, and I couldn't flush Nucky, not just for emotional reasons, but because he's too big. 
How do you think alligator get down there then? Oh, alligators are much smaller than than that as babies. Alligators are like that big as babies. Well, I also think that they're smoother, you know? Go down easy. I don't think that's the issue. No, I, I smoother. think alligators are very, very small as babies. I think the hair stops the flushing. Sure. Alligators don't have hair? Go that's... on. Just go on. <laughs> End it, you sick son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, this is where Buck Lafarge comes in with, you ever been in the sewer? Well, I have. He's very upset about this. I would I would say you're mischaracterizing his okay. his tone here. Okay. You, you're, I think you're going much more overtly angry, mm-hmm. and you're shortening the line to intensify it, when I think it's more about him throwing his weight around. He mm. says, you ever been in the sewers in this city, Mr. Grant? Well, I have. Well, he's a little louder than that. I think it's somewhere in the middle of our two performances. Yeah. I, I think he is mad at Mr. Grant. For doubting him, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and he's, he's like, I could tell you stories. Yeah. And he gets in real close, and Mr. Grant has a reaction to his closeness uh-huh. where he kind of coughs. Yeah. Do you think Buck LaFarge smells? Um, Do you think I, he just came out of a sewer? He. I'll, I'll tell you, we didn't comment on this in the last minute, but the... The, like, shoulder and neck area of his jumpsuit is, like, stained. Yeah. I think, you know what? I, I don't think he, I don't think it's like he smells gross. I think he smells like chemicals. Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe and that. it's just a strong scent that might make you cough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he says that he once saw a turtle. The size of a Volkswagen. It would look like a Volkswagen with a tail. Yeah. That's a real, I kind of like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm into that. This I, is... I'd want to see a big turtle. This is not a bad minute. Would you want to see a big turtle? Yeah, of course. How, like, would there be a limit to how big you'd want to see a turtle? No. It's the same. <laughs> Hard same. Yeah, yeah. If, like, someone had a turtle as big as a house. I'd want to see it. I'd super want to see yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's like that whole thing with, the uh, you know, goldfish and, and koi, where they get as big as their pond or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Idiot. It's kind of cool to see a big koi. Yeah. Big goldfish. Yeah. They're just like as big as your arm. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything to add here. You, you keep going down this path. like, And I, <laughs> I just agree with you. Yes. Good. Good. Um, you think this is a good minute? I think it's not a bad minute. I wow. didn't say it was a good minute. <laughs> wow. Okay. Because I remember last time we talked, you didn't seem to be looking forward to this minute. <sighs> Don't characterize me. (laughs) Anyway, the last thing that he says is 1967, Summer of Love. Yeah. Now, that is the last line in the minute. Yeah. And the first line of the minute involves the word love. Yeah. It's a very love-filled minute. It's a love minute. (laughs) Um, I also, I think... I think Paul Rubens is a welcome bit of energy at this point in the movie. Yes, yes. Yeah. I've, I've, I've thought this before and, and said not on podcast that I do enjoy when a movie has a character that can come in late and kind of reinvigorate the movie. Yeah. If it needs that little punch. Little boost, yeah. For the, for the last 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give us some Paul Rubens. I can enjoy that. I think Paul Rubens is the right kind of energy He's for that. He's a clutch performer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's bouncing off of Mr. Grant in this one. Yeah, yes. They really, really have a good, is. yeah. Good back and forth. 
All right, you got anything else to say about this? No, minute? I think that's that's it. I meant to look up what my next movie is because yeah. you know I don't remember. look up what your I own ass next don't movie remember. is. I'm pulling it up. Give me un momento por favor. Do you remember? What? Oh shit! No, I do. Do I remember? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I think you're gonna be mad. Oh god, what is it? <laughs> I've chose. <laughs> I'm scared by, based on how much you're laughing. Just pair with minute 54. Yo, Jimbo. <laughs> I'm not mad. Why would I be mad? I thought maybe you didn't like that movie for some reason. No, I like Yo, Jimbo. Okay. Yeah, that's what I paired with minute 54. <laughs> what a turnaround. I only kind Mystery of remember Man why. To Chud to you, bud the Chud to Yo, Jimbo. Yeah. No, I like Yojimbo a lot. Good. I yeah. love Yojimbo. Yeah, Yojimbo's a good movie. <laughs> this is going to be a bright light. <laughs> I think it might be, you're thinking of, I, I famously believe Seven Samurai is overrated. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I think, mostly, I mean, relative to, like, Kurosawa's other movies. I, I just think that's a weaker one. But yeah. Yojimbo, it holds the fuck up. I think Yojimbo's great. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, minute 54, Yojimbo. Uh, you can find me on other podcasts like Nothing New, a remake podcast where every month Justin Keeslan and I talk about film remakes. Find it at benviewnetwork.com slash nothing new. Uh, you can also find me on It's On My List. It's on my listpod.com uh, where myself and five others talk about movies that people say you should see. Uh, check it out. Our October film is uh, is a spooky one. Oh. But not, but not one, maybe not one you'd think. Are you going to say it or no? Yeah, I'll say it. <laughs> yeah, I was considering it. You know what? I think by the time this comes out, people will know. Pan's Labyrinth. Oh. Yeah, kind of a newer one, but still, I think, one that people say, you should see this. I agree. I mean, I, hey, I want to say it right now. I'm one of those people that says you should see this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so give that a listen. It's on my list, pod.com. Because your kiss, your kiss is on my list. And, you know, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Andrew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Very Cool Emily. And Twitch as well. Also that one. I do another show with Justin Keys on. It's called uh, Go Go Godzilla, where we talk about Godzilla movies and we we try to do it like like we're smart people. Um, that's BenVNetwork.com slash Godzilla. Um, hey, rate and review us on Apple Pie Odd. And uh, what I need you to do is give us five stars and come up with an alternate initialism for chud come up with different things for chud to stand for Oh, i like that yeah can we both come up with one on the spot right now as long as you go first <laughs> chips have underrated decisions that one didn't make sense i'm sorry cool humans undulate downward now undulate was not what i was expecting <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Majestic Hotel and Y on Instagram Dunstan Checks Men. Search us on YouTube Dunstan Checks Men. Patreon.com slash Dunstan Checks Men. busted free. A portrait of our proceeds go to R A I C E S. Anything else? Um, what's the one? You know, what's the? Oh, remember, Dunstan is spelled with a U. Fuck. And we're checking out. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. 
Nothing new is something new. That great poets imitate and improve. Where our small ones steal and spoil. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Justin. And if it wasn't readily apparent at that, we're huge nerds about remakes. That's why we're doing the Nothing New Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a remake in detail and its original, covering them in whatever order they come out, from Wizard of Oz to It and beyond. They're remaking Stuart Gordon's 1986 sci-fi horror classic from beyond? Oh, no. Not yet. Oh, that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Justin and I, and maybe a guest or two, to explore the wonderful world of remakes, film by film. Remakes have been done forever. People talk, but Scarface don't even know that was a remake. Oh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Antoine Fuqua. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.